Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 48 Glinda Part 1 Glinda was a powerful witch. She was more than just a powerful witch. She was the most powerful witch. Dorothy, Mr. and the Lion all woke up to find themselves in a large white throne room. It was nearly identical to that of Joseph's in Emerald. Dorothy rubbed her eyes and looked at Mr. and the Lion. Both looked just as exhausted and disoriented as her. What happened? asked Dorothy, rubbing her eyes. Where are we? You came into my home, said a child's voice. The travelers turned their attention to the throne in the center of the room, only to see a young girl sitting before them. She was wearing a shimmering light blue dress. Her hair was long and silky, and it waved through the air as though it was weightless or underwater, and it was constantly changing colors. Blue, then green, then yellow, then pink, then orange, then purple, and so forth. Every color imaginable was present in her hair at some point or another, and none stayed longer than a second, if that. Her face was round, and her skin was fair. Her eyes were large and green, and resting on her small, pretty nose was a pair of silver-rimmed glasses. Are you... Dorothy asked cautiously. Glinda? I am indeed, replied the girl. And you are? Dorothy. Gail. <laughs> well, which is it? Is it Dorothy or is it Gail? asked Glinda. Dorothy Gail. That's my name. Two names and both of them far older than you, said Glinda, looking her up and down. To be fair, Dorothy replied, you don't really have much room to talk on that front either, she laughed a little. You aren't quite what I was expecting. Oh, and what were you expecting? Glinda asked sharply. Dorothy did not mean any offense, but realized she may have just inadvertently crossed a line. Oh, nothing. I mean, you know, I was just expecting someone a little... Older, interjected Mr. in an attempt to save Dorothy from an awkward answer. Glinda was silent for a moment. I take many forms, she said as she rose to her feet. She straightened her posture and began to age rapidly. She grew several feet as she transformed from child to adolescent, to young woman, and finally to old woman. 
Wrinkles formed on her face and arms. Her eyes sunk in. Her lips grew thin and narrow. Her skin sagged and loosened from around her bones as her hair fell and turned a translucent white. Her spine cracked as she was forced to hunch over, and her arms retracted as her hands became nothing but arthritic claws dangling in front of her. Is this what you were expecting? she asked. Sorry, said Dorothy. I... I didn't mean to offend you. No one ever does, child, Glinda replied, squinting her eyes through her glasses. They just... do. Dorothy's heart began to beat faster and faster as her feet stepped back one after another. She watched as Glinda transformed in reverse back to her childlike form before returning to her throne. I've been watching you, Dorothy Gale. Watching me? Dorothy replied. I see everything that happens in Oz. Well, almost everything. Glinda drew another breath. <laughs> I could not see you in the greys, though I know you killed Mombi and Krista. Dorothy swallowed. This was not the meeting she was anticipating. I know this, because you went into them, and came back out, and even returned with company from one of them. She paused and watched Dorothy squirming and looking away. So, I can only assume you are here for my life as well. Is that correct? No, God no, Dorothy burst out in an attempt to keep herself in Glinda's good graces. I I'm not here for that at all, I swear. Nobody comes here for no reason, my dear. Nobody crosses Quadling Country, the ocean, and the Three Isles, without wanting something. So, if not my life, then what? I'm just trying to get home, Dorothy replied. I'm trying to leave Oz, and I've been told you are the one most likely to be able to help. Leave Oz? asked Glinda contemplatively. And to deliver a book to you. The wizard said it was meant for you. Nervousness still filled Dorothy's voice. A book? From Joseph? Glinda's face lit up as she smiled uncontrollably. Well, it's actually from La I haven't heard from him since... Well, I do not even remember when the last time I heard from him was. Well, let's have it. The book, that is. Wait a minute, Dorothy said. What about getting me out of Oz? Glinda's smile disappeared instantly. Are you serious? Who 
do you think you are talking to? You think you can just come in here and order me around? Or try to cut some sort of a deal? Dorothy stood tall and took a chance. I have killed two witches so far. I don't want it to be three. Glinda once again rose to her feet. As she walked to Dorothy, she grew into a young woman to better look the traveler in the eyes. She stood face to face with her, so close they could smell each other's breath. I will get you out of Oz. I promise you that. Glinda backed up and looked at Dorothy. Now, the book, please. She held her hand out and waited. Dorothy set her backpack down and reached in. She pulled the book out slowly, looking at Glinda as excitement filled her face once more. Dorothy knew the book was her only bargaining chip, and that Glinda would have no reason to help once she had it in her possession. She looked at it and back at the witch. Against her better judgment, she handed it over. Glinda grabbed it from her hand like a hungry dog getting a scrap of food. She looked at the cover and seductively caressed it. It's been so long, my love, she said tenderly. Why have you not written sooner? I would much prefer one hundred letters to one book. Dorothy and her band of travelers watched with curiosity. The woman was insane, and insane meant unpredictable. Okay, said Dorothy nervously. You have the book. Now, how about helping me get home? Glinda ignored her, still infatuated with her newfound reading material. She opened it up and thumbed through the pages. She quickly snapped it shut and threw it down at Dorothy's feet. Is this some kind of a joke? she asked, looking at Dorothy with contempt. Dorothy knelt down and picked up the book herself. She thumbed through the pages with disbelief. I don't get it. Why? Why would Lothor want me to deliver... An empty book. Lothor? asked Glinda. You said it was from Joseph. She began gasping for air and clenching her chest. Joseph said it was probably meant for you, said Dorothy, trying to erase any sense of wrongdoing from her conscience and keep any kind of blame away from herself. He said, Lothor probably meant it for you, but likely did not expect me to make it this far, that Joseph would have a better chance of delivering it. That's why he sent it with me to Emerald. Glinda was not paying any attention to what her visitor was saying at this point, 
She was pacing back and forth. Her breathing was becoming erratic, faster and heavier. Lothor figured it out. He knew. He found out how to do it. This book was indeed meant for me. And that means... She looked at Dorothy, still standing with the book opened. Her eyes grew wide. Close it now. Close it. Close it, damn you!